I wanted to start off this episode with an audio entitled Trust in the Lord that can be found at the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints website. I believe it's the churchofjesuschrist.org. And uh, here we go. In Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, we read this counsel. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Trusting in the Lord is letting the Lord guide you instead of um, trying to follow your own knowledge and your own wisdom. I trust the Lord 110% because I know that if I fall, he'll pick me up and that there will be no cuts or bruises there. Everything will be healed. I do trust the Lord and I've had too many experiences not to trust him. If I try to do it myself, it's way harder and bumpier and it's a rough path to take. Trusting in the Lord means trust that he has a purpose for whatever is happening to you in the, your life. So if he has given you a trial, that trial is for a reason. When we spiritually lean to our own understanding, we lean away from our Savior. If we lean, we are not centered, we are not balanced, and we are not focused on Christ. There are a lot of things out there that are distracting um, and definitely take away focus from the Savior. I think I, I grew up in a, I would say kind of a slow world and as I've grown it's gotten faster and faster and um, it's pretty much a world of distractions. I've had bad experiences with friends. Um, I had an option to choose right from wrong. I chose wrong and in that I felt like I had no one but I knew that he was there. We must each ask how do I keep centered and lean not to my own understanding? Virtual balance isn't easy to get. It's, it's something that's going to take years. To have good balance in the gospel to me is making time for prayer and scripture study. Um, also attending church and having family time at family home evening. Going back to the basics, prayer, scripture, attending church is always a good way of um, keeping your balance. Jesus Christ has overcome the world. And because of him, because of his infinite atonement, we all have great cause to trust, knowing that ultimately all will be well. The Lord has directed um, my path. I know that our Savior and our Redeemer loves us, and that he sacrificed his life for us in order for us to find joy and be happy and I know that we're only going to find peace when we're on the right path. If we trust in our Heavenly Father and in our Savior and lead not to our own understanding, they will direct our paths and will extend the arm of mercy toward us.
Aloha. Welcome back this week. This is Stephanie Colvin, and I will be your host on LDS Real People, Real Lives podcast. Thanks for joining us. And if you're new, welcome. This week's topic is trust in Christ, even when life is so very hard. And here's a dose of reality. I'm sitting here knowing that I need to publish today, and I want to. Make no mistake about it. I really do. But I am so exhausted. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I am so stinking tired. I am being pulled in every which way and direction that you can imagine. And yet I know I need to balance my life. And this is something that I work at constantly. And I know that I am not the only one. More than a time or two, I have prayed, asking Heavenly Father to help me put my life in order that is pleasing to Him that I might know what's important and what to let go of. Right now, I feel as if it's all important. I love my callings. I absolutely love doing this podcast and the many blessings that have come from it. I am learning so much and I look back now and see how participating and doing this podcast has really prepared me for this year, especially teaching seminary. I love looking after my family and being with my husband and all of the other wonderful things and activities that I can be involved in in my life. But I am so tired and I'm burnt out. So how do we receive respite during a time like this? Again, I know I'm not the only one that feels this way and struggles with managing our lives in a way that is the most beneficial, especially for our families, our spouses, our children, Whatever the families may entail, families are very different in today's world, and it's important that we make time for our family. My new grandson is here. He's only three months old, and I love spending time with him, but I am exhausted, and he's actually on his way here right now. He's coming with my son, so knowing that I still have so much to do, I have a lot to do this weekend. What do I do? What should I do? How can I help break this cycle of tiredness and just being extremely overwhelmed and burnt out? I know that I am to pray. This is the first thing that we're taught in the gospel of Jesus Christ is prayer, the power of prayer. And I know I am to pray. And at first, my attitude when I said that prayer wasn't what it needed to be. I do pray a lot throughout the day. Um, I pray so much that I started rattling off my issues and trials like I was talking to a robot. Instead, I had to take a deep breath during my prayer and remember who I am talking to. This is my Heavenly Father, and surely I can give Him a proper, sincere, devoted prayer, right? I am asking for His help. He is the most important figure in my life besides Jesus Christ is there one in purpose. Yes, I can. I can give him the time and devote my heart to him. So I said my prayer and it seemed to help, reminding me I'm not alone. But not less than 10 minutes later, I'm back to how I was feeling when I first said that prayer. Have you ever experienced that before? So what do we do in these situations? 
how do we hold on and not throw in the towel when there are many people that rely on us, that rely on me? I am not a therapist, but I have been in therapy off and on for the last 20 years. I am not schooled in the art of managing my life successfully. I'm a very spontaneous person and I'm often reacting to what life throws at me, but I do the best I can and give my best effort. You know, a lot of what my life entails is not within my control and I think all of us feel that way to a certain extent. So when do we know when we are doing too much? For me, I listen to my body. My body is a big tail. It tells me how I'm feeling and right now I am just so tired. Next, I listen to the spirit. I know that the spirit, even the comforter will guide me. So I did say another prayer, much slower with more determination, focused and hopeful. Yes, I still feel tired. I still want to go to bed and sleep two days to recuperate from the last month or so. I really, really do. And that sounds absolutely like heaven. I still don't know how I'm going to do it all, but the spirit has impressed upon me that he will help me and he will give me energy to accomplish what I need to do. Maybe not what I want to do, but definitely what I need to do. So I trust the comforter. And I push forward hoping that he will come through. And he always does. I am grateful for the Holy Ghost and I love him with all my heart. We all have hard and difficult in our lives. Sometimes they are minor and temporary. Other times they are major and long lasting. But what the consistent is for me is the Lord's help through his spirit, the comforter. I had a friend recently um, who passed away and she was in a long-term care facility. She was in her mid forties um, and her body just gave out on her. The doctors did not know what was going on with her. Her body actually twisted at the waist. So the bottom half would go, let's say to the left, the top half would go to the right. When she spent her days in her room, she laid on one side for half the day and another side for the other half of the day. That way she could spread out the pressure on her body as she continued to lay in her bed and could not get up and do anything autonomously whatsoever. And yet every time I visited her, as soon as I walked around that wall through the door and she saw me, she always had a smile for me and she did not complain. She smiled, she embraced me, and she told me how much that she loved Jesus Christ and Heavenly Father. How much her desire was to be released of this body that became kind of a gel for her. She wanted to pass on and she wanted to go home so that she could do missionary work. It was all that she ever talked about. She wanted to go home and get to work for the Lord and her faith and perseverance moved me is something that I will never forget. She is my eternal friend and I look forward to seeing her again one day. 
And I'm so grateful for her example of faith and perseverance. And she prevailed. She was victorious. When she passed, I was shocked. It was unexpected and nobody thought that it was going to happen. I mean, the doctors didn't think for all intents and purposes she was okay. Except for this thing that she had going on in her body. And it was still left undiagnosed. So when she passed, it was a shock. And I will never forget, it was around Thanksgiving. And I was just devastated that I was losing a friend who helped build my faith, who helped me to continue to learn in the ways of Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ, who loved me unconditionally and cherished our friendship and was so sincere and genuine about it. She's irreplaceable, but I'm grateful to have good friends that I can still learn from, lean on, and love. So what is the point? What am I what point am I attempting to make or how can I help you? Maybe by sharing my life, my struggles, and how I use the doctrine of Christ's gospel will help you in some way, fashion or form in your life and help you to maintain your foundation of great faith. In the latter days, coming up to the finale of this wonderful experience when Christ returns, we will need to have enough oil in our lamps that we will not fail and get lost in the dark. Our testimonies of fire need to be lit and maintained with expert care, just as a shepherd watches their flock. A sheep is nothing without its shepherd, and I am nothing without my shepherd, Jesus Christ. My greatest wish is that the Spirit can impress upon your heart and mind what you need for today. And why you've come here to my little podcast to listen. Why, on whatever platform you're listening from, did you find me? And I hope this, for you, that you can find some direction by me sharing and with my great desire to do missionary work using this technology. And I know that the Spirit can span any uh, geographical location, time, um, and will bless you as you need to be blessed and you exercise your faith. So, being a part of this podcast and you guys coming back week after week, you've become my family. But even bigger than that is the eternal perspective that we are a big family. Before we came here, we were all brothers and sisters, and we know each other. We just forgot. And I want you to know that as I do this, what I call an act of service, and I do this missionary work with a sincere desire to help retain my brothers and sisters in the true gospel of Jesus Christ, that... I am able to love you 
and experience Christ's love for you no matter where you are or when you hear this episode. And I hope you know how much you're loved. You're cherished. For remember that you didn't come here. You weren't born to find your worth. You brought your worth with you. I'm so grateful for the Holy Ghost and his devotion to God's children, to you and I. We truly can trust the Savior's promises. And what are those promises? He promises us peace. He promises serenity, love, charity. He promises eternal life. He promises sanctification through the refiner's fire process that we may be able to present ourselves once again to him and our Heavenly Father. And so much more. We can trust him in that he knows us. He knows how to lead. you are, whatever you're doing in your life, whatever point you're at in your life, please, the Savior can be counted on, and he will bind himself to you if you invite him into your life. Allow him to take that yoke and trust him to carry the hard with you because he wants to, and he will, with great loving care. So allow me to share some scriptures with you. We have in the book of Enos, chapter 1, verse 27. And I soon go to the place of my rest, which is with my Redeemer. For I know that in him I shall rest. And I rejoice in the day when my mortal shall put on immortality and shall stand before him. Then shall I see his face with pleasure. And he will say unto me, Come unto me, ye blessed. There is a place prepared for you in the mansions of my Father. Amen. And then we have the book of Joseph Fielding Smith. And in his book, he teaches, So we become the children, sons and daughters of Jesus Christ through our covenants of obedience to him. Because of his divine authority and sacrifice on the cross, we become spiritually begotten sons and daughters, and he is our father. And then we look to the book of John chapter 10 and this comes from verses 27 and 28 i believe i'm just taking an excerpt my sheep hear my voice and i know them and they follow me and i give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand my father which gave them me is greater than all and no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand I and my Father are one. And then we have the Book of Mormon Student Manual for 3rd Nephi chapters 8 through 11. It teaches, Come, Christ says lovingly, Come, follow me. Wherever you are going, first come and see what I do. See where and how I spend my time. Learn of me. Walk with me. Talk with me. Listen to me pray. 
In turn, you will find answers to your own prayers and believe. God will bring rest to your souls. Come follow me. And then we have 2 Nephi chapter 25, verse 25. And then again, this is just an excerpt. And we are made alive in Christ because of our faith. And then the final scripture that I hold on to uh, with great ferociousness is Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. When we are promised great blessings, if we worry about the cares of the world instead of the will of the Lord, we will lose those blessings. We must stay focused on our Savior and Redeemer. And this goes back to the good, better, best version of life. Do you want good or do you want best? Are you okay with just better? For me, I want it all because I am in the church of Jesus Christ, his only church here on earth. I want all of the promises, so I must stay focused, seek counsel, have confidence in our God, and I hope you do too. Then we won't miss out on those intended blessings, which will bring us so much joy and great happiness. We truly can have that here on earth, and I am just reminding myself of this today because I am so stinking tired. Plus, as you get older, things tend to get harder physically, and that's a dawning realization that certainly isn't fun at all. But we need to be present. God wants us to enjoy our lives. He wants us to be present, to look around ourselves, to see the beauty that Christ has created. And by seeing that beauty, to know and understand how much we are so loved. They want us to take a moment and hear the birds and the frogs and, you know, see the butterflies. I love springtime in Ventura. He wants us to be able to look to those who are closest to us uh, physically or even just emotionally and how we can reach out and have a moment, create a memory, have an experience with that person interaction between people, families, friends, um, our church family is so very important. You know, with this whole shut-in and everything that's been going on with COVID, um, there are a lot of people who are suffering, and this is real. A lot of people are suffering. A lot of people are lonely, and they're alone, and that's why the ministering program is so important. But you don't have to be assigned people in order to, to minister. That's the wonderful thing about this gospel, is that we can go and do when we're impressed by the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost. I so much appreciate you guys joining me this week. Um, thank you for putting up with my um, emotions. I really appreciate it. I was very moved by the Spirit. And I want you to know that I do feel attachment to you and I think it's very interesting that as we pass on from this life the people that I will recognize and come to know because of this missionary effort through LDS real people real lives and I look forward to that day 
Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining. And I so appreciate your support. And remember, I love to hear from you. Please feel free to DM me on Instagram at LDSRPRL podcast, or you can email me at LDS real people, real lives at gmail.com. Stay safe, stay healthy. And most importantly, please, please, please stay faithful. And remember to be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. Until next week, God bless. Thank you.